What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 80 of the 1% Podcast. Pretty wild that we've gotten to 80 episodes. Uh, Super excited to chat about a little bit that's going on this week. We got football back in the fold. We have the Hall of Fame game last night, if you're listening to this on Friday. So for all those football fans out there, this is the last, well, I guess last week was the last week without football until February. So I am fired up about that. Super excited to watch the NFL this week and get college football coming back in about a month. Uh, I'm about four months out from my marathon. Uh, just started football camp this week. We got tryouts on Saturday. So if you're listening to this on Friday, I got tryouts tomorrow. Uh, super pumped. Got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, a lot of work going on. Busy work. Got vacations coming up. Got ton of stuff. So I just kind of wanted to talk about trying to stay even keel through it all. Cause I know we all like to have fun. We all like to maybe take a day off here and there. We all like to you know, do our own thing sometimes. And there are a lot of moving parts, especially in your twenties that I feel like can come flying at you, maybe stressful, may give you some anxiety thinking about, well, this person is doing that. This person looks like they're doing great. This person isn't doing great. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm this, I'm that. There's just a lot of things that can be thrown at you, especially with social media. Um, and a book that I'm reading right now, that's called the defining decade actually kind of talks about all this stuff about how it's very, very um, overwhelming in your 20s to, you know, make a decision about certain things. And basically what it's saying is just, you know, go for it, go for it. I mean, if you got something on your mind that you want to do, go for it. Um, Again, I'm working on doing that myself, you know, whether it's with a job, whether it's with sports, whether it's with a race, whether it's with something in your personal life, or you want to go talk to a girl or something like that. Just, I mean, go do it because, uh, you only get to live once, and uh, I just think the book's really cool. If you guys want to uh, check it out, just text me, and I can send you um, a link to what the book is. But it's pretty cool. It talks about you know, decade in your 20s, uh, kind of from our, our point of view, because the guy wrote the book a while ago, I believe, and then he rewrote it um, in the social media time period and like this day and age to kind of show – you know, what Instagram and different social medias are doing to your psyche when you're watching other people do things or pretend to do things. Um, so super cool book, but I think that I can relate to it a lot because, you know, in my own personal life, like, you know, I'm only 24, about to be 25 in a couple weeks. And I just always feel like I'm behind or like I need to do better, or I need to start a business now, or I need to start a side business now, or I need to be making more money than I'm making now, or I need to be doing more than I'm doing now, or I need to get involved in something else. Um, and I think that it's a nice balance between the two of, you know, being comfortable not comfortable, but being satisfied with what you've done and then always striving for more. So there is a point where you're putting too much on your plate and you're spread way too thin. Um, But also I think that there's plenty of time and energy out there, especially when we're younger, to go and try to create good habits and do cool things. And like Jesse Itzler said, build your life resume. So that's something that really inspired me about building your life resume. Um, that's the only reason why I'm running a marathon is because of Jesse Itzler saying, build your life resume. Um, I want to be able to have cool stuff to talk about and have cool accomplishments that I did um, and have cool memories to look back on. So that leads me into why I coached, you know, I'm coaching football this year at NYO. It's uh Something to give back to the kids. You know, I think all of us who played sports when we were growing up can, uh, can relate to this. You know, you always had that one coach that was either somebody's older brother, one of the coach's sons, one of the, 
you know, just a kid from that went to school or middle school where you went to school and wanted to come back and coach and give back. Um, I think all the kids relate to, you know, those people and look up to them. At least I did when I was growing up. So I'm hoping to be a light uh, in some of these kids' lives and hopefully do that for them. So I think it's very cool just being out there. We've had two days of tryouts so far. Um, and it's just kind of funny. I mean, obviously there's some kids that know what they're doing. Some kids have no idea what they're doing. Some kids want to be out there. Some kids do not want to be out there. So uh, I'm excited to draft our squad next Monday and uh, kind of get started and have some practices with these kids and see see what we can do throughout the season. You know, we are the Chiefs, so hoping to bring back uh, a Super Bowl trophy um, to the uh, sixth and seventh grade Chiefs this year. So obviously, I'll keep you guys posted as we get through the season and kind of some of the things that I've learned. Um, but I think it's going to be very cool for me and a different experience because I'm going to have to learn how to talk to 11 and 12 year olds. Uh, I don't know when the last time I've talked to an 11 or 12 year old is. And I think that a lot of you guys listening to this are probably like, Oh, I've done that really recently. I, I would, I would challenge you to look, think back on the last time you talked to an 11 year old and how that conversation went. Um, and if you got any advice for me, let me know. Cause I'm still trying to figure it out after two days of tryouts, but, uh, it's been super cool, super excited. It gives me something else to, you know, do and focus on outside of work, um, and kind of help to take your mind off things. Give me a new group of friends, uh, a lot of older, older people that are coaching, you know, a lot of dads or dads that whose kids had gone through the program that are still coaching over there. Um, so super excited to make some connections and uh, start coaching and hopefully win a bunch of football games this year. So I'm very, very excited about it. Um, on that note, I think that, you know, you should challenge yourself to always do stuff outside of work and, you know, get into other groups of like-minded people who are going to push you to be better. That's something that I'm working on as well is trying to spend more time around people that are always pushing me to, you know, elevate my life and not necessarily pushing you to just settle. You know, we all have that friend that's like, oh man, like you don't need to work out today. Let's, let's go drink. Let's go hang out. Let's go party. And like, that's fine. We can all go do that and have a good time. But I think that when you have people that are dragging you away from, you know, things that are making you better and things that you want to focus on instead of just, you know, whatever they want to do, um, those people may need to, uh, slowly exit, you know, not exit your life, but just uh, get a little distance from them. I'm trying to find a group of, uh, you know, like-minded individuals who want to, you know, run, do things outside the box, do extracurricular activities, um, you know, just things to get active. And then obviously, you know, couples to hang out with Nina and I, and uh, I ch I'm just challenging everybody to kind of get, get uncomfortable, get outside the box, go sign up for something that you don't necessarily, you know, know if you want to do and just test the waters. I mean, why not? If you don't like it, you can stop doing it. Um, whether that's running, whether that's working out, whether that's, you know, trying 75 hard, whether it's not, you know, not drinking for a couple months or a couple weeks or whatever, whether it's playing a new sport, whether it's coaching a new sport, uh, I highly, highly recommend just getting into other things than just your regular nine to five work day, coming home, kicking your feet up on the couch, not doing anything but watching TV and hanging out and then eating dinner and going to bed. That's just like a, a terrible cycle. I feel like that I don't want to ever get myself into. So I'm trying to just do all this extracurricular stuff to build these habits when we're younger in our defining decade is what the book says when you're 20, um, in your twenties to where, you know, these things can compound and build on themselves for the rest of my life, hopefully. So, um, with all that being said, you know, running my, my marathon training, I wanted to touch on that for a little bit. That has been, 
Um, honestly, great. It's obviously hot as hell outside. It sucks running in the heat. I made that mistake the other day. So I've been trying to run in the mornings, which has kind of thrown me for a curve. Cause obviously I like to go to the gym in the morning. So it's kind of been a little bit different for me on, in that aspect. Um, but with all that being said, running, I've actually really enjoyed the mental battle. Um, you got a lot of time by yourself when you're running long, long distances to talk to yourself, talk yourself out of things, talk yourself into things, you know, mentally battle with yourself you know obviously you want to stop but when you push through and you break through that wall and you keep running anybody who's ever run you know significant distance or a race before knows what i'm talking about um there's all these mental hurdles and mental barriers that once you break through them i feel like those also callous on themselves and build up as muscle so it's you know that that discipline and the um muscle memory from just breaking through i think that it um, leaks over into other areas of your life. Like when you want to stop working, but you know, you have one more thing to do, or you want to, um, you know, go out and drink, but you have things to do in the morning. Like, I think the consistency and the discipline leaks over into other aspects of your life. And it's actually crazy. The running stamina. Um, I've been running for 10 weeks now. I'm four months out of my marathon and I have, I want to break three, three hours and 30 minutes is my goal. So I've got a ton of runs to do, you know, obviously for the next four months. And Michael, who's been on the podcast several times, has made me a training pro- uh, program and we're going to do it together to try and, um, you know, break our respective times for each other. I think he's going for 320 or 315 and I'm going to go for 330. Um, so a lot of miles being logged. I feel like I've already gained a ton of uh, endurance, strength, um, from just being consistent, uh, I mean, you know, full transparency, I've missed a couple runs because I've been on vacation, going on that golf trip. Um, obviously, things happen, and obviously, I'm mad mad at myself for missing those. But at the same time, like, there's not much I can do about that. So, um, just got to make it up, make up for it, and not not miss any other runs. And uh, it's crazy how fast you can build up your endurance and your shape, like. Literally four weeks ago, I was running three and four miles being gassed. And tomorrow morning, when you're listening to this on Friday, I'll be running 10 miles. And when I ran eight miles the other day, I actually felt really, really good. Thought I could have gone for another five to to run a half marathon when I haven't even been running for that long. So it's really a mental battle. I mean, I walked outside. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I feel, you know sore. I don't feel great. Don't think I'm going to be able to run eight miles and feel good about it and, uh, beat the time, beat the pace that I've been running all my other, um, all my other runs with for the, for the previous, you know, eight weeks of training. And I did fastest pace I've done yet for eight miles when I've been running two, three, four miles previously. So, um, that's awesome. And then, um, the, the one thing I want to point out too, is I think that running, uh, your, your consistency with it is very important because if you stop running for like even just a week, I've noticed that you lose so much of the, shape that you've built up or so much of the progress that you've built up so quickly. And I think that that is so relative to the 1% podcast and going 1% in the wrong direction. Um, cause when you are getting that snowball effect and moving 1% in the right direction, um, it has been obviously a slow and steady buildup, but as soon as you stop doing that, it's like the ball rolls right back down the hill 10 times as fast as it did when you built it up. So, um, you know, everybody just keeps staying consistent out there, um, trying to, you know, keep everybody locked in and focus on what you guys got going on. And, uh, obviously always here to, uh, 
to help you guys if anybody needs anything. So uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. Love you guys. Again, trying to get interviews back. I got some people to reach out to sometimes to schedule. I've just been obviously so busy with all this stuff um, going on that I just talked about, and I'm trying to make sure I still get the podcast out, still do a good job, and still have good talking points. So hopefully y'all are still enjoying it even without the interviews. Going to try and get those back soon, and uh, appreciate everybody as always for tuning in. Love you guys.